Hi! Welcome to the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and since the Bachelor gods have blessed us slash cursed us with two episodes of The Bachelorette this week, we have a lot to go over. And who better to reflect upon the heartbreaking lack of Dean, the awkwardness of Jack Stone, and the disgusting Lee slash Kenny storyline than with fellow Bachelor lover Emma Darner. So stay tuned. It's a really good one. Hi, Emma. Hi. Hey, oh my goodness. I'm so glad that this is working. All right. So I have Emma here and hi, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm equally, if not more, excited to talk I, to you. I have stalked you on Twitter for so long, so this is really like a big moment <laughs> for me. It's definitely like a full circle moment. I don't know, but <laughs> well, likewise, this is this is really good stuff. But so there was so much to go over um, for these two episodes because so much happened. Just looking over my notes. I like I reviewed my notes from because I like take notes while I watch because I'm I do the same thing (laughs) and like that into it um but like as I was like looking over my notes I got so messed up because I'm like wait is this in chronological order I can't remember what happened then I'm like wait there were three rose ceremonies and wait how many people (laughs) went home and wait Jack Stone's day was in this that seemed like years ago oh my gosh yeah I feel like that was last season (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like at least like I wish it was last season or something just so we could be like <laughs> so I could forget it and move on with my life <laughs> yes um but no so there was so much to go over and I'm gonna do I'm gonna try my best to like okay. do this all in chronological order but of course we'll like kind of hop out of like chronological order just because so much stuff happened and it's like hard I don't know but I guess we'll just start um right into it so the first episode was with Kenny and Lee, or, like, I mean, that's definitely the overarching theme of, like, the first episode is just the whole Kenny and, or did I say Kenny and Dean? I mean Kenny and Lee. I think he, Dean, no, you said Lee. Okay, I'm like, our precious Dean would never be in <laughs> Never would he in ever. Any petty house drama, <laughs> he would never stoop down to this level. And I so feel, true. I feel dirty using Dean and Lee's, like, name in a sentence. <laughs> hallowed be his name (laughs) he is too pure for this world and definitely too pure to be associated with lee um agreed but so we open up with just the kenny and lee drama and we start off with where we left off with another cliffhanger are you as tired of these cliffhangers as i am it's so obnoxious i have seen some stuff on twitter people saying like yeah it's like I saw. I can't even remember who posted it, but it was like, remember when The Bachelor used to end in a rose ceremony and not the cliff or the cliffhanger before the rose ceremony? Oh but God. it's so true because that's like the format of how the show is supposed to be. But it seems like every week, it's like next week, see who goes home. And so I'm. It's just. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no. I just. I'm glad that. We had some closure this week, finally. Finally a rose ceremony. This was the first one of the season, except for the first, like, opening episode. Right. And, yeah, I saw a funny tweet where it said, like, rose ceremonies have become, like, a hidden Easter egg for original (laughs) Bachelor. (laughs) Remember when we used to have those? They're just, like, a little thing. Only true fans (laughs) will remember this. Only kids remember rose ceremonies. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so we start where we left off with Kenny and Lee, and after that cliffhanger, and really, like, in the grand scheme of things, nothing really that dramatic happens here. It's just, like, a repeat of the same stuff. Like, Kenny calls Lee a snake, which is valid. Lee baits him, calls him aggressive. More, like, really awkward, like, racial, like, microaggressions happening, and it's so uncomfortable, and... All the while, Iggy is just in the back looking like he's going to pee his pants out of excitement because <laughs> there's, like, drama that he could potentially insert himself into. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, nothing new here. It's just disgusting. Like, the whole thing is just so... I don't know. Well, and, like, I feel like I wanted to side with Kenny because I feel like Lee was really just picking on him. Oh, for sure. And... But, but still, the way that he was handling it, like... Like, come on, man! Like you're an adult, you have a child, a bigger person, and ignore him. Yeah, like he doesn't. Because he, him, I like, mean, Lee is acting like a snotty thing. little child. Yeah. Right. Be, like four seconds, and like I don't know. So I have to like remember. Not that I want to give Lee any credit. It's definitely not something I want to do. But mm-hmm. I think that like we have the knowledge as viewers. Like, and, like, knowing about, like, Lee's tweets. Like, did you ever see Lee's tweets? Yeah, I saw a little bit, like, the kind of racist stuff he was posting. Yeah, and, like, the stuff Which you that, totally see that, like, and production going totally back and watching. Because not only does production, like, stalk all these people and they have to go through, like, a 600-page, like, evaluation and... Right. Like, Which is, like, gross. Of, like, I feel like... Stuff for production to know about all of that and then be like, oh, yeah, we'll have him on the show, especially when it's the first, Black like, Bachelorette of Color. Like, yeah. come on. And Like, they were just waiting for something to start, I like, feel like. I don't think that I'm, I'm, like, disgusted by ABC, but I am shocked. I mean, I'm not shocked, but I am disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like they're just using really inappropriate ways of getting... It's drama the, and it's the same viewers. Way with, like, Chad last season. Yes, Chad, exactly. Like, bringing him to paradise and stuff, and watching him like toss, uh, what was her name, lace around lace. the pool and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like why like, would you even so open yourself up to that, and open your cast members up to that? It's just yeah, it's inappropriate. <laughs> but yeah, so Lee, Iggy's just like standing there. He's so excited. Um, <laughs> but then in that cocktail party. Which we have to, like, remember that this was a cocktail party, like, in the middle of a date. Right. And they just, like, open us up. So there's still, like, another one-on-one that they have to get through. And then another rose ceremony before they even travel. Okay, was, this, was that the same one? I couldn't remember if it was the one where she was in the hot tub with Peter for, like, 27 No, hours. so it, it wasn't that group date. So that happened okay. in, like, a whole other country, but in the same episode. I mean, it's because just, can you blame me for not knowing this, what's going on? If I didn't have the notes in front of me, I think that that was one of the things where I was like, wait, when did that happen? Right. Um, yeah. Did I dream that? <laughs> Peter and the hot With me and up. not Rachel? I have dreamt it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we also get a little bit of, uh, like, a peek of Brian's one-on-one time with Rachel. And I have some definite themes theories about Brian that I'll Okay, I want to hear them all. All right, I will get into it when we go to his one-on-one date because I think that's Okay, perfect. Really gritty. But... Wait, that was this week? 
Yeah. I feel like that, that was years that was ago. Yesterday. Wait, no. That was oh my Monday. gosh. Monday? Okay. Okay. Time passes so slowly. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> so, Brian, we get to see some of their one-on-one time. And again, this is more of the same. It's just them saying, oh, you're so perfect for me. I'm so perfect for you. And are you on Team Brian? Do you like him? Because he gives me the I, I do like Brian. Okay. He's he's kind of my number one pick to win it all. Not like my number one. I think he's gonna win. I think he's going to win, and that's my theory that I'll get into. Okay. In a little bit. I I do like him, although, like you said, it's like whenever they're together, it's like, oh, you're just too good to be true. And I feel like that's how it is on every season. It's like, I have this connection, but it's like their entire conversation is just like, I can't believe I feel like this. Yeah. But it's like, what is your relationship based on? I wish production would but, show some of their small talk. But, yes. But this is one time where I feel like, kind of based on the beginning of their one-on-one date that we see later, like, the second that they get together, Brian's already going in on the, come here, you gotta give me a hug, you're too perfect. Right. be true. Like, he, like, just jumps right into that, so maybe they don't have, like, the lighthearted moments. Because in yeah. time, I've been thinking, like, oh, production's just kind of, like, cutting that out and showing us, like, the super romantic stuff. Because, obviously, like, they, they have a story to tell and they have a narrative that they have to get through. Mm-hmm. But, um, Brian just, like, kind of gives me the creeps and I don't know. I feel Okay, like what is it about him that creeps you out? I just feel like he's not legit. Like, I feel like okay. he knows the right things to say. I think that he knows how to be, like, charming and stuff. I don't, I don't know. He, like, reminds me of, like... And maybe this is just, like, a personal experience. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like when I was, like, in high school and there would be, like, creepy, like, upperclassmen that would try to, like, hit on me whatever. Yeah. Like, they would just, like, hey. feed me with all these, they would just, like, feed me with all these lines. And, yes, I would eat it up because I was, like, young and naive. But, like, those right. upperclassmen, like, knew what they were doing. Like, they knew that they were talking to a 14-year-old. Right. And... It's like in the Taylor Swift song. Yes. 15. <laughs> Love exactly... the song, hate her, but that's what it reminds me Speaking of. Speaking of snakes. Um... Yeah. <laughs> um... Lee and Taylor Swift should collaborate on something, I feel like. Lee would be thrilled. and Taylor They're both in Nashville, be... right? They are. But you know what? Oh my what? gosh, I, I think, think we just like... Should have to be subject- subjected to Lee. But, if I but I feel the same way. I feel like no one should be subjected to Taylor Swift. <laughs> if I had to sacrifice a very popular pop star. Right, would, she would be the one. I would sacrifice her as long as she would just keep making the hits. Like, don't like her, but, you know, I'll buy her next album. I know I will. Oh, for sure. Or now that she's, like, back on Spotify. Well, I'll get some free listens out of it. <laughs> but I put my profile on private. On private. And then switch back as soon as I'm done. Yes, that's that's how you'll have to handle the new Taylor Swift right. album that has got to be coming out soon, right? Um, anyway, I mean, you would think. It's been three years. I like. I, th- I think it's the break we've all needed, though, honestly. She was getting a little overexposed. She um, was. All right, so back to, like, what really, really, really matters. Oh, yes. Um, is, so, they end the cocktail party... And Brian, who gives me the creeps, gets the group date rose. 
which like no shocker there we didn't really see any other conversation i think that we saw like a little bit of peter but mainly it was just all taken up by kenny and lee and honestly we might have seen more conversations but it happened a week ago at like the first half of the cocktail <laughs> party and i can't even remember like yeah it happened like in the middle of june so I it's ancient history i cannot remember but yeah, so Brian gets a group date, Rose, and then Jack gets a one-on-one date. And again, it feels Ugh. like it happens years ago, and I don't even want to dwell on it too much because I feel so far removed from it. But I just want to point out that one obviously was, like, the most awkward. Like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. Well, and, and here's the thing. I have a son named Jack, and Jack from The Bachelorette almost kind of ruined it for me because he is such a creep. He's so strange, and I'm like, maybe we need to change your name. Like, he's two years old. He could, could do it. Right. I think he he could manage. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He could. He could uh, manage a name change. It might be like harder on like your daughter, who's like older. He's malleable enough. Yeah, she'll be like, wait, didn't we used to call him Jack? Why are we calling him Peter now? Why are we calling him Dean? This doesn't make sense. (laughs) And I'll say, well, remember that show I watch every night when I make you go to bed an hour early when the sun is still up? <laughs> it's because of that. You'll, you'll understand when you're older, sweetie. Right. Um, Bachelorette 27, the yeah. most dramatic season yet. So it was the most awkward. And normally I would say... Oh, like, I would give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'd say, clearly, this was supposed to be one of those dates that we feel awkward about it. Like, remember last season when we were supposed to feel really awkward during Wells and JoJo season? Yes. In real life, we're like, of course, any date with Wells isn't going to be that awkward. Even if you're not into him, Wells just isn't an awkward guy. True. So I'm like, okay, that was clearly editing, but this was not editing. Like... The producers well, did not make like, him say, I'm going to lock you no. in the house. I, I love your so dad. Awful. And Rachel's like, you don't know my dad. I think yeah. your dad is really funny. You don't know my dad. I think that you get a lot of personality from your dad. I actually get it from my mom, like another right. person that you've never interacted with ever. Your dad must have a really strong sense of humor. I can tell. And I just like, the worst thing for me is his teeth. He just is so, like, I mean, okay, I think the way you feel about Brian being creepy is my feelings about Jack being creepy. Well, I also think that Jack is creepy. Do you think he's more creepy or less creepy than Brian? Oh, 100% more creepy. Okay. okay I think even if he didn't have, like, those huge, like, fake teeth, which, yeah. by the way, let me just say, like, I would die for fake teeth. I would, I would do anything... Like, well, just like, like the nice veneer don't caps. get me wrong. Yeah, I appreciate a nice set of veneers. I was an orthodontic assistant before I had like 25 kids and stopped working. But um, I like his remind me of that episode of Friends when Ross bleaches his teeth. Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't watched Friends. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, there's this episode but of I Friends. Okay. Ross is just like. He's he's basically, like, the biggest loser of the show, and he, like, goes on all these dates with all these women, and they just never pan out because the women always end up being weird, or he does something weird. Anyway, he is going on a date with this woman, and so he decides to get his teeth bleached beforehand. So he goes and gets his teeth bleached, but they are so white, and everyone is, like, freaked out by how white his teeth are. 
then he goes on the date, and it's at the girl's house, and, like, they have dinner, but he's, like, trying to cover up his mouth because of how white his teeth are, Mm -hmm. and then she's like, oh, I'm gonna, like, change the lighting, so she turns off the lights, but then she has a black light in her house, and so his teeth are, like, neon fluorescent, and it's the funniest thing. And oh, then, yeah, that. she's like, what is wrong with your teeth? And it's it's funny. You should go watch that episode if you feel so inclined, but... Maybe I'll just watch, like, I mean, I suppose Friends, Friends isn't for everyone. I, like, I don't know why I haven't watched Friends yet. I would say that's, like, because I haven't had the time, but I literally just watched <laughs> Degrassi for, like, the... Oh, my gosh. time in my life. Degrassi um, is... On another level, and I love it. I kind of want to make, like, a podcast episode just about it, but that's neither here nor there. Jack gets sent home. We're not surprised. Right. He's awkward. Okay, can I just point out one thing about Jack? Yeah. His creepy, like, the way that he holds his head, I think, is what is the worst to me. He did it in, like, the what is it called when they do, like, the little interviews? The ITM. They're, like, a... Okay, so he, like, was doing it then, but he, like, puts his head down, and he, like, looks up, like, like a serial killer, and then he was doing it to Rachel, too, like, on the one-on-one date, and he is, like, tilting his head creepy and looking at her so weird, like, he's about to, like, skin her alive or something. It's horrible. He's so creepy. I'm wondering if on Paradise he's going to still do that or if he's going to recognize that that's just a really bad angle for his face and then, like, that's we'll a... only see his neck. Like he'll yeah, like we'll have to head. be on the lookout for that. I forgot he was going on Paradise. Oh, my gosh. The thing about Paradise, this is just, like, a quick little aside and then we'll cut to the chase, but yeah. the weird thing, not, like, the weirdest thing to have happened, like, with this whole Paradise scandal but, like, one of the weird things that happened was, so, like, they all got sent home, and I think that all of them didn't think that they were going to come back. Like, every interview that I've heard with someone, they're like, whoa, I've been kind of shocked, so I made other plans. Didn't think that we were going to, like, go back. Right. So a lot of them, like, still were hanging out, and they were, like, all, like, very, like, friendly on social media. And it seems like all the girls really, really genuinely like Jack, based on my social media stalking. Okay. It seems like Alexis is like very obsessed with Jack, and like Raven likes him, and like Jasmine likes him. Like they've all like been like reaching out, even Amanda. Like really? Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe he just got the uh, like the Evan edit. Like you know how Evan was such a creeper, and then it took me a little bit last season of Paradise to like get over Evan, and to like not think that he was the most awkward in the world. And he still was right. really weird, so I'm wondering if Jack Stone is going to be, like, the Evan of Paradise this year. I don't That's know. a good a good point. I would, I would like it if he got a redemption story. I don't, like, feel like he's a mean dude or anything. He's just, like, awkward as heck, and I don't want to yeah. see him anymore, but if I have to, I'd rather <laughs> he be pleasant. Um, Maybe the beach will just, like, initiate a calmness in him. Maybe he'll just get his veneers, like, shaved down, like, just... (laughs) Um, That would be a good solution, I think. I think that's what he needs. I think that's what America needs. You should at him and tell him that. How are you going to at somebody (laughs) say (laughs) you need to get your teeth shaved? On Twitter. I'm about him on (laughs) this podcast. Just at him. (laughs) 
How at are you Jack. Do it? Oh, it's pretty easy. I think <laughs> at Jack is like the owner of Twitter. Like oh, really? I, yeah, I think if you literally, literally do at Jack, that's like. Well, the guy maybe do Twitter. at Jack. And I say bet you what the owner of Twitter Jack's has at. Too, though. I, You're probably right. He has some money. Um. Anyway, so we cut back to the house, and we do get that moment that was teased a little bit where Lee and Will have a conversation where Lee keeps on calling Kenny aggressive, and Will's like, yo, I'm, like, not gonna play into this. And then Will tries to educate Lee a little bit and says, like, there's a history about black men being labeled as aggressive as an excuse for other people to, like, gain. Like, for right. other people's benefit. I'm really so glad they made a point of putting that on air. Yes. Like, it was the only, like, silver lining of this whole disgusting thing where it's like, oh, at least everything's, like, not a dumpster fire. And maybe, like, someone in America is, like, educated a little bit. Because I'm sure... Yeah, let's learn something from it. Uncomfortable about the word aggressive until Will brought that perspective. Yep. And Will is just, like, so smart and, like, so level-headed. Where I think that he was, like, the perfect person. Like, if Josiah had had that conversation, you know that it was, right. not, like, super condescending. Like, I'm so educated and I'm so smart and here is what you need to know. Exactly. There is a history of black men. Like, it would just sound very pretentious. It would sound like Taylor lecturing somebody about emotional intelligence. Ugh. Um, so I'm very glad that no, thank you. took one for the team. And talk to him. But then that's where Lee starts talking about Kenny playing the race card. And it's just so gross. It's just so gross. But luckily, I think by this point, everyone is... I don't think anyone's on Team Lee. So that is another lining right. where at least they're not trying to make any part of him redeemable. Where even with well, the and dad, I feel like... they tried to make him, like, charming. Or, like, they would yeah. moments with JoJo to, like, make him not seem like a monster. Luckily, ABC is just calling a spade a spade. And call a racist a racist. Call a racist a racist. I feel like to even use the phrase like race card is like an automatic Like there's issues like with you. warning sign. Like, I don't know. It's kinda crazy to me that well and this is what I don't understand is like I mean I guess it really says a lot about his intentions for going on the show to be on the season with the first black bachelorette. Like mm-hmm. if like, especially with everything that he had posted on Twitter and stuff before, like, why would you even well, and do you know go there? Cast? He, uh-uh. producers, found his Facebook and sought him out on Facebook. Ew, why? I don't know, but he, and here's the worst part, his tweets were linked to his Facebook page. Oh my gosh. So, that so is not only astounding. Do horrible people that, like, link their tweets to their Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> the tweets were just the tweets were just like horrifying. Uh yeah, so lots of lots going against Yeah, him. they were pretty bad. Not only is he a racist, he just doesn't even separate his social media. Like blinking and your his hair on Facebook is one thing. But right. and his hair just get off my screen, Lee. <laughs> I of course I know that they have to bring him to the men tell all, but I just really wish that they would just learn from their mistake and just not give them a platform anymore. Seriously. It's Who do you think he voted for? Is that a question? <laughs> it was just a he joke was, question. He's definitely a Gary Johnson supporter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
He was he was uh, feeling the burn for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, big time Bernie fan. He was one of those people crying when Hillary didn't get elected. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> flashbacks to November 2016. No matter what side oh you are. Oh my gosh. Um, it's pretty dramatic. The most dramatic presidential <laughs> election yet. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Harrison. You know when Chris Harrison eventually retires, if uh, Sean Lowe doesn't get the job, then I hope it's you. <laughs> you really I hope to deliver that line. <laughs> I really just want Chris Harrison to get into politics, actually. I, I think he could solve him. all of our nation's problems. We'll all be bachelorette nation. <laughs> I think that if Chris Harrison were to get into politics, it would just be a lot of Chris Harrison, um, just, like, not really giving us the full truth, but just, like, really, what am I trying to say here? Just, you know, just alluding to things that might be happening. Like, yeah. Like, you know how he's like, mm, DeMario might not be here for the right reason. <laughs> You'd be like, mm, you know, there is some stuff going down in Syria, I think, but we're just going to have, only time will tell. We'll find out next week. We'll find out next week on, are we going to go into a new The war? most dramatic episode. <laughs> it is. Uh, what is I'm here for it. Back to the world in the real world. Anyway, it's rose ceremony time. Tickle Monster goes home. No surprise. Iggy goes home. No surprise. Nothing really even to talk about. I, but no. It was very clear that that was going to be our last light-hearted rose ceremony. Uh, um, uh, yeah. But long overdue. Long, long, long overdue. Um, I do feel bad for the Tickle Monster guy. Because he <laughs> he is a doctor. Like He has like a legitimate like profession. Normally Wait, really? Give, yeah, he's a pediatrician. And oh my gosh. Like, the fake job titles, like, the people that they don't want to say are, like, male models or are, um, like, actors or whatever. They'll give them fake job titles. But they, okay. but with Tickle Monster, they just labeled him as that. I'm like, come on, man. He didn't deserve it. But you know that he'll be one of those guys that comes in on, like, the last day of Paradise where it's like, hey, guys, is there right. a couple of up here? And they're hey, like, Raven, who are give you? me a Tickle. <laughs> And Raven will just be like, hey. nuzzled in, like, Robbie's arms or whoever she's going to end up with. Right. Oh. Yeah. Robbie and his veneers, too, will be there. I forgot about the veneers. Alright, so, now that we're talking about Robbie, we can get to the one-on-one. So, they go to Denmark. The one-on-one with Raven, or with Rachel and Brian. And here's how Robbie ties into it. Okay. I have a theory about Brian. Which is also tainted by the fact that I think that he's creepy, so I guess that this isn't a pure theory. Okay. But here is my Brian theory. I think that he's the winner. I think that he's... I always thought that was going to be Peter. I thought that Brian would definitely make it far, but I thought that Peter was the winner. Here's the deal. I think that with everything that Brian is saying, I think it would be so easy... For them to edit him as a wrong reasons guy. Totally. I think that, like, they gave us a little hint about what the men might be thinking. Like, that the men might be thinking that something's up with him when they put in that part about Dean thinking that Brian won't make it back. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, he seems, like, a little too, like, contrived and a little too confident. Right. I think that, um, 
that it would be so easy for them to give him the wrong reasons of it, just like they did with Robbie. Because the things that Brian is saying is not that different from what Robbie is saying. Or was saying. Hey, what about Jordan, though? Did you like Jordan? I... I can't tell if I, like, actually liked Jordan or if I just knew that he was the winner and I wanted to be right, right. so I liked him. <laughs> like, I just wanted to be, like, behind, like, the winner. You know, I think right. I liked Luke the most that season, honestly. Yeah, Luke was pretty good. Um, and I was, like, shocked when he went home, but... But now I know that he's a snake. Anyway, but... I think that they would be editing it way differently if Brian wasn't going to be the one to make it to the end. Yeah. Which is also the no, same I thing agree that you. I heard about Josh Murray. I didn't watch Andy's season. Uh-huh. But I, like, know enough about Josh where I think that all of his, like, answers were, like, the super rehearsed ones, but they never they never gave him the wrong reasons edit, and they never gave him a villain edit because he was the one who ended up winning. Yeah. And there's... I see so and he's much proven of, himself time and time again to, just be <laughs> to always being there for the right <laughs> reasons. But Brian is saying the same exact things that Robbie did, like the too good to be true, and he said right. I love you really early, and or he didn't say I love you, but he said I'm falling in love with you, which is the equivalent. Which, like, what's the difference? I don't understand the difference. Um, I feel like only on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette does it make... Yeah. The difference if you say, I love you, or I'm falling in love with you. Like, if a dude had told me I'm falling in love with you, I would have, like, ran back to my roommates and been like, he told he me he loved me. me. <laughs> and they'd be like, Absolutely. Hey, you've, you've only been dating for two months. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to marry him. And then I do, then I have a baby with him. I'm just really just telling my love story <laughs> with me and Alex. Um, yeah. That is actually what happened. Um, anyway. Wait, he said he was falling in love with you? Or he said he loved you. Alex said, like, at one point he did say, like, I could see us being together forever. Before, before he, he said I love you. he said I love you. Okay. And then he said I love you, like, a couple days after. Okay. I think that's, like, pretty standard. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty, I think that's, like, what happened with Jordan and I, too. Is it was, like, kind of started talking about, like, oh, well, maybe... We should look at rings or something. I don't know. Wait, you and then, had like, talk before you got. <laughs> well, we had like talked about. How long did you guys? We had talked about it. Um, not that long. Like three. I'm like, three there's months? no shame here. It was two months. Three months. It was two months for me now. Okay. It, well, it was like two and a half. So okay, we were friends for a while before. Same. So it wasn't like nice to meet you. Let's get engaged. But like, Mary. Hey. Hi, okay. Okay. You like I lost you out, for so. a moment. Wait, so you guys dated for three months. You knew him beforehand, yeah. though. Like, you guys were friends. Right. So then, yeah, so we were friends, and we were, like, kind of hanging out. And then, yeah, and then we started dating, like, pretty briefly. <laughs> and, I don't know, it was, like, kind of crazy. Like, looking back now, I'm, like, I can't believe we dated only for, like, a short amount of time. Like, looking back on three months now, like, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you have kids and stuff, it's, like, it just goes by so fast. But, like, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, we've known each other for so long. We've been dating for a long time. But, like, I don't know. Here we are. <laughs> I would tell the story so, about it me and good. Alex right now, but it's literally the same as yours. <laughs> okay. It was, like, knew him for, like, eight months. I, like, dated other people. 
Um, but Alex, like, secretly, like, I don't know. I guess he, like, wanted to date me the whole time, but I was, like, dating other people. Or I was, like, okay. dating other people. And then we started dating, and then I, like, I knew that I was going to marry him, like, a month into it, honestly. And then, yeah. And then we, like, got engaged, like, two and a half months later, and then we got married. Anyway. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, there's our love story. So, we're we're allowed to talk about love because we have we know before we we know Rachel especially like on the fast track like yeah. and people are like how do you know like after six weeks of filming and it's like well i've been there and i've done that yeah, so like, I, I can't really hate on it that much yeah <laughs> um, i'm qualified to yeah. be dissecting all of these relationships i should definitely be like a consultant on the bachelorette um, if you get that gig hook me up i will Don't as worry. a secondary consultant yeah. Okay. I'll need backup. Um, so, yeah, okay. that's just my Brian theory. I think that he's definitely the winner. That kind of got solidified to me last night or the night before, whenever this happened. Based on his edit, I think that it would be so easy for them to give him the bad edit. And, like, just like how Vanessa, I guess, was a villain last season. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, the girls, like, really didn't like her and she caused, like, a lot of drama in the house and stuff. We didn't see any of it because... right. Um, because she was the winner, so. Right. Yeah, so. Hey, who, do you remember, who got JoJo's first impression, Rose? Jordan. Okay, so is there something to be said, then, about the first yeah, impression, Rose? I think that it's the last four people, because Sean got, um, or maybe it's just the last three, because Sean got Caitlyn's Rose. Okay. And Jordan got JoJo's rose, and Brian got Rachel's rose. So and Lauren and Ben. Lauren got Ben's. Olivia got Ben's. Remember? Oh yeah! Really oh my gosh! Olivia in the beginning. Oh my gosh! I totally and, forgot that. I was thinking Ben's. it was Lauren. Okay. So I don't think. That oh my gosh! A okay. Theme on the Bachelor side, but I definitely think on Bachelorette. Okay. A theme. But yeah, so I think that Brian is going to win it, unfortunately, but at least that leaves us open to a Peter or Dean Bachelor situation. Ugh. Um, or Mother, else. may I? <laughs> I'll... Yes, <laughs> I, I have, like, a baby and a husband that I love very much, but do you mind if I just, like, go for two months? <laughs> I'll make so much money in Instagram sponsorships, I just need to lose, like, 90 pounds so I can look like Amanda Staten, and I'll be, like, a single mom. <laughs> Because, you know, like, Sugar Bear hair. Is, like, the only thing separating me from looking like Amanda, you know? I mean... I just need to look like I'm, like, 70 pounds and... Like... <laughs> and 12 years old. Yes. And I just have to, like, train my voice to go up, like, 17 octaves. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest struggle of all. I'm willing to do it for a FabFitFunBox subscription. <laughs> um, anyway, their date was fine. Brian says all the right things, and I'm tired of watching them make out. If he's going to win, then I wish that they would just call the season already. And right. Just, I don't want to see his tongue go. Here's the thing about them kissing. It goes zero to a hundred. Like, they kiss <laughs> Real quick. tongue is in her, like, down her throat. In between her front teeth. Yeah, and I'm like... Oh, he's just wedging it right in there. You gotta build up to that, man. I don't know. But, anyway... So their date was fine, but now it's group date time and it's handball time. I actually love this date. 
And there's, like, not much to report from the game portion, except for when they said handball, I definitely thought that would be, like, that elementary school game with, like, the two squares. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm talking about? Or wait, yes. was handball... No, I think I'm thinking of Foursquare. Handball was, like... Wait, for, yeah, Foursquare. Okay, there's wall ball. At my school, we did wall ball and Foursquare. Okay, I think were, like, the two big ones. The same was handball. I think that was the Okay. Same. I don't know, but definitely wasn't expecting them to all come out in, like, wrestling singlets, but I'm not right. mad about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so nothing really to report from the game, I don't think, but the cocktail party was so great. I think that she really had, um, like, good conversations with everybody. I loved Will. Um, I loved her conversation with Will. I loved her calling out Josiah, and do you yes. have a conversation? When she's like, I feel like you're not, you know, you like me on paper or like the idea of me. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he just was just proving her, her point they further. Have, they never have conversations. Josiah just right. talks at her. And it's just so, and on paper, they should be another good ones, too. And I actually like Josiah's personality. And I was really touched by his backstory. But right. I, I'm not shocked that he went home. Yeah, they should have been very compatible, but I think he was too cocky. Yeah, and he just, he, because, like, like, I feel like Peter and Brian, they're confident. I feel like Josiah was cocky, Mm -hmm. and the whole thing, like, I would be shocked if I'm not one with the rose at the end of this whole thing. I knew he was going home the second that they started showing those clips. I'm like. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was so clear. But anyway, the cocktail party was great. And then there was Peter. That tub. That tub. What? Holy moly. Oh, my goodness. What on earth? And there's something. I feel like. I feel like this season has been, like, pretty mild as far as, like, the sexuality and stuff. Yeah. uh, Which I appreciate. Because I feel like Rachel's kind of, like, no drama, no nonsense. She is very. You know what I mean? She's there to find a husband. She's not there for Instagram. Yes. And I love that about her. Yeah. But um, during the, that hot tub part, my daughter Sophie came walking out because Trolls had ended. And she's like, what are you watching? And I was like, go to Rome! <laughs> You'll understand when so, you're older. And she, like, but she was, like, already kind of looking at the TV. And then, like, as she walked out of the room, she was still watching it. I'm like, get out of here, child. Oh, my goodness. Just go restart Trolls. Right. Go watch the Bergen War. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, like, they were... I'm just... That's, like, a pretty bold move to, like, get in the hot tub in the middle of a group date. But I think that that shows, again, like, from a production standpoint, that clearly this is a clear race between Peter Peter and Brian. Yeah, I see that. Dean is a little bit in there, and I'm going to throw Eric in my top four. I'll get into that later. Okay. Um, like... There are certain privileges that are, like, awarded to people that are doing really well in the competition, you know? And the hot tub. Yeah, so, like, they clearly organized for this whole hot tub thing to to happen, where, like, he gets, like, an extra little one-on-one. If he was gone for three and a half hours, like, I don't know, but I I just love Peter. Not only is he so handsome, he really seems like the most, like, respectful, like, lovable one. Yeah. Maybe other than Dean, but... Like when I like, I think I want to kiss you and she's like then kiss me and he's like no we have a lot of ground to cover like we have right. a lot to talk about <laughs> if we're gonna get engaged which I would like to do 
Right. I love that. I think he is great. If I, like, choosing for myself, hypothetically, if I were Rachel Lindsay and married with three kids, I think I would choose Peter. Oh, I would definitely choose Peter. I I love him. But yeah, it's a clear race yep. between them. But then, so Will got the group date rose, and I'm actually not surprised that Will got the group date rose, because you have to, like, not only leave, like, the viewers keeping some hope that it would be anybody but Peter or Brian, but you also gotta, like, give the guys some hope that it's not just gonna right. be Peter and Brian, you know? And that was a mistake that I feel like Caitlin made with Sean. Like, it was such a clear, like, everyone knew that Sean was going to be the winner. And same with, like, JoJo and Jordan. Like, it was so clear. So you got right. people guessing a little bit. Um, Mix it up. Yeah, for sure. So, then, I can't believe that we're only towards the end of the first episode. But luckily, the second <laughs> episode will go through so much quicker. Um, so, then we go to the two-on-one, the disgusting two-on-one in the woods in Norway. And it's like, what is there even to say about it other than Gross. you guys are grown men? Yeah. Come on. And so Rachel takes Kenny first, and I have to admit, Kenny used his time so wisely. I do not think, although like Kenny's definitely the victim in this whole situation, I don't think that Kenny's always been tactful. He doesn't need to call right. the, the B-word all the time. He doesn't need to do this whole snake thing. He doesn't have to do the whole trash talk. It's just, it's gross. But, um, Kenny did use his time so wisely. Anytime you take, like, time out of your time with the lead, with, like, the bachelor the bachelorette to talk about other people, things aren't going well for you. you know? Right. So when Kenny used his time to talk about his connection, and he did talk about Lee for a little bit, but he just talked about why he was frustrated with Lee because it was taking away from his time with Rachel. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And although it did seem like a little used car salesman-y or like, uh, like someone, it just seemed like someone trying to sell you something that you didn't need. It was like he was like an right. works salesperson. Like he, like, <laughs> can't interest need, you in some lip sense. We don't need your belly wraps, Kenny. Like, we don't need your lip sense. Like, Rachel doesn't need, like, she doesn't really need you. And it, it just seemed like he was like trying to convince her of something that she like didn't really need. But she like needs you more than she needs Lee. But, um, true. Like, she has Brian and Peter and Dean. Like, she doesn't need you. But, and I think that he kind of sensed that, but he'd still want to stay around. But then when it was Lee's time, this is, like, literally where I almost stopped watching. Because it just made me so angry. Like, obviously, I I still watched, so, like, my moral compass, like, isn't that great. (laughs) Finally um, doomed. Yeah. It's not always, like, pointing north. But, um, I, it just made me so angry. He straight up lied, and not just, like, the innocent, he's not here for the right reasons lie, or, like, right. the Leah lie, like, from Ben's season or anything. It was just straight up harmful accusations, like, saying that he... You pull, he pulled me out of a van? That he's a dark person, and he gets darker when he drinks, and he pulled him out of a van. If anyone ever, ever pulled anybody out of a van on this series, or if, we would have seen it. We would have seen Absolutely. it. Even if they weren't filming, we would have heard all the guys talk about it, like... Right. Like, does Lee forget that Rachel's a lawyer? Or that everything is being filmed? Yeah, like, that, 
Like, does Lee think that That's there's no nonsense. way that any of this stuff will be, like, corroborated? Like, so annoying. He's a dirtbag. He's a scumbag snake. But, and then, like, the whole time you could just tell that Rachel's just wondering why the heck, like, she's there. Right. Okay, so that's the end of episode one, and then we just pick up on episode two, where um, we pick up because Rachel had told Kenny everything that was said about him by Lee, and then Kenny goes back and he, like, laughs, like, menacingly a little bit, and then <laughs> Rachel, or then Lee says, you know what? Jesus loves you, man. Like... Are you serious? Are you kidding me? That's when, like, I already couldn't take Lee, but I really right. couldn't take Lee then, where I'm like, you are, not to sound, like, super, like, woke or anything, but he was gaslighting him so much, like, totally. he was doing, like, the textbook baiting, like, that really well, he just wanted him to snap. Too. Yeah, like, I'm gonna just keep poking you, I'm just gonna keep poking the bear, and I'm gonna be shocked when the bear bites me. Like, right. It's, it was so hard to watch, but luckily, Rachel... It was just, yeah, it was painful. Yeah, luckily Rachel saw through the BS, though, and she picked Kenny, but Kenny made right. the worst mistake he ever could by going back, and he didn't even say... <laughs> he more. failed his fate. What did he think that, like, Lee was going to say? Lee was going to be like, yeah, Rachel picked you, and you know what? I really just realized this in 30 seconds. You're right, man. You're right, and I apologize. Like, that was never right. going to happen. So, yeah, Kenny made the worst mistake ever by going back. But I have to admit, at the evening portion, he really did have, like, the best answers to Rachel's questions. Yeah. Rachel was like, I was really upset by that. And then Kenny was like, okay, well, I would hope that if we were in a real relationship, I would defend you, you would defend me. This was a low point for me, and this is, like, a real drama that I had to deal with. So I'd hope that in the real world, when we are in love, you would back me up, and I'd back you up, and even if I don't agree with you all the time. Like, it was really good answers, but it it was never really going to work out with them. I think that even before the Lee stuff, it was always more of a friendship. I think she appreciated his relationship with his daughter, but, yeah, just wasn't that good. I don't know, but, so that was the end of that, and then we go to the second rose ceremony, and I actually was shocked by this rose ceremony. This was a rose ceremony where Anthony and Josiah went home. And, right. Like, I was shocked, but not shocked. Like, not that I thought that either of them were going to make it to the end, but I was shocked that they stayed over Adam and Matt. Yeah. I... Well, I, I have more to say about this later. Okay. I feel like. All right. We'll get to yeah. it. But... Okay. Like, I was shocked that Josiah went home, but also, like, not shocked by Josiah. I'm shocked that he went home at that point and not later. Right. But, well, I think that Rachel saw that, like, he was a little bit more into himself, and, like, she had said earlier, like, the idea of her mm-hmm. than he was in, like, actually being interested in getting to know her. Yeah. And build an actual relationship. For sure. It just... It was really weird, but... Anyway, so then it's the next day. They're still in Denmark. And it is Eric and Rachel's date. And I loved their date. Wasn't it like the most, one of the most like natural fun dates? Yes. I don't think he's going to make it to the end, obviously. I don't think so either. I think he kind of got a potential bachelor edit. 
I think that he's getting the I'm unlovable. There's something about him that kind of bothers me, though. Yeah, I'm not really sure what it is, but I think that we would see exactly what was bothering us about him if he wasn't getting a potential bachelor at it. Because you know that they want to have a yeah. person of color, like, they want to have, like, person of color in as a bachelor next season, even though I think that it still might be Dean or Peter just because those are the better choices. Uh-huh. I think that they're leaving the door open for Eric as a potential bachelor. That was my read right. from the date. And he's in my top four now. You think? See, I don't who even like him be, that much. Who else would Here's, be in the top four? I... So we have... Will is... I mean, he might be in... Yeah, he could be in the top four, but he's not in my top four. He's not in my top four, but I think that... For the show, like, I think that okay. the top four will be, we'll get into this at the end, because that's what I do at the end of the episode, but I think it will be Brian, Peter, Dean, and Eric. Okay. Like, yeah, because, like, I can see that. I can see that. What would it be? But, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, so that was my read from the Eric date. And then we go into the rowing group date with the Vikings, and... Wait, can I bring one thing back to please. Eric's date? Yeah. Okay, what is the deal when they're sitting, they're, they're walking, they're like, oh... Here's some hot tubs. I didn't even know you could do this in Copenhagen. Yet, magically, they have their swimsuits. Just magically. Even though I had no idea that this was even going to be an option today. But I have my swimsuit on. I had no idea they even had modern plumbing to make hot tubs in Copenhagen. <laughs> I had no idea. And then Chris But it's Harrison not like even if they were in, like, a tropical location. <laughs> yeah. He's like the sandwich. Here you go. But, like, the fairy mother. <laughs> yes, Chris Kringle. It's perfect. <laughs> Chris Harrison Kringle. Harrison um, is his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Harrison Kringle. Oh, geez. But that always irritates me. It was like, oh, who knew? Yeah. Actually, you knew. Because yeah, it's not like they're in, like, Puerto Rico, and it's summertime, and they have their swimsuit on under their clothes. They're <laughs> yeah. in Denmark in the middle of winter. This, it looks uncomfortable, but they were having a good time, so I don't know. Oh, they were. They were. It was a really good first date, and I want to go to that theme park. Yes. But I want to go absolutely. to like, the theme park. So, whatever. This is a side note about me. I like having fun. I'm so quirky. Um... <laughs> But yeah, who so, knew? I, who knew? I also like to travel, which is like crazy. Fun fact about me: I like to travel. Hashtag Wanderlust. <laughs> Hashtag on my Instagram board bio explorer. <laughs> I love adventure. Adventurer, yes. Um. Anyway, so we go to the group date, and it's like that rowing Viking date. And the date opens up where Adam says he's falling in love with Rachel. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Have Wait, you two even spoken to each other? The doll? Like, I think she has more connection right. with the doll at this point. <laughs> and I think that the doll has gotten more screen time than Adam. I would agree. There's been a couple times that I'm like, Wait, who is this person? And he looks, like, vaguely like Alex on the show. <clears throat> and it's just... It's really weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. But anyway, my only thought with the Vikings game was it was fun, but thank goodness that Jack Stone was gone because his teeth would not have made it through the Vikings (laughs) game. It would have fallen straight out. So true. 
And I don't know what the dental situation is in Copenhagen, but we'll see. <laughs> Do they have universal health care there? You know, I'm going to dental cover. I'm going to have to add it to my health care. I'm going to have to add it to my next uh, travel list since I'm such an adventurer. And I'm yeah. going to really have to <laughs> see it out. But yeah, Jack's teeth would not have made it through the Viking game. Thank goodness he went home. Rachel really did him a solid. You know what I did love about the Viking games? Mm-hmm. Um, was at the very end of the episode when it was showing Alex and Dean. Oh, Dean. I loved it. How Dean was horrible. They were just like little, like, like they were little brothers or something. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. Have you ever gone on Alex's Instagram? No, but now I'm going to have to. Cause it is? I like, I love The Bachelor, but I can't, like, completely immerse myself in, like, the social media, like, mm-hmm. all of their accounts and stuff. It's, like, too much for me. This is the like sweet spot of following the guys from the season of The Bachelorette right now because all of their posts are just genuine because they haven't gotten those ad sponsorships yet. Right. So, like, I'll have to bow out pretty soon, but right now it's a yeah. sweet joy. Okay, um, I love no, Alex. I love Alex. So much. He was, um, yeah, so his Instagram was so funny. You know that awkward date that... Or not date, but that awkward rap that Peter did last episode or last yes. episode. So Alex took the audio from that and he made a parody of that Taylor Swift treadmill. Stop um, it! It is so. Funny. Oh Where, like, my Taylor gosh! Is on the, the treadmill and she's and like, she's singing well, singing, she's singing Drake. Yeah. Yeah. So he does that to to the Peter rap and he like oh my gosh does all that. It is so funny and he he did a whole like post um. Where of him and Dean hanging out, and he's like, "Me and Dean had a one-on-one. I'm really feeling like." Oh my god! It's so funny. You gotta follow him. That is so cute. I love yeah. him. I want him to be the next Bachelor, but he didn't get enough screen time. Like, if he didn't get a one-on-one, he's not. So unfortunate. I really like him, and I wouldn't be. I can't believe he never. Ugh, that makes me so mad. I don't understand how he went home, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Anyway, the cocktail party happens, and really the only thing I took away from it is that Rachel is finally having a good time. Yeah. Like, okay, Thank so goodness, she's, too. She's, um, this is when she said goodbye to Kenny, and I'm not surprised, and it actually seemed, like, fairly neutral. Like, I think Kenny would have liked to stay around longer, and he would have liked to see how it went between them, but... I'm not I mean, it wasn't fair. I mean, it wasn't fair. I think they had a good friendship, but I feel like this has happened a few times already this season where it's just like, there's not enough there. Her relationship is just so much further. Like, if you compare Kenny's relationship and, like, Dean's relationship, like, someone that's not right. going to win. Like, because obviously Dean's not going to take this home, right? Right. Like, if you can, I agree. If you compare Rachel's relationship with Dean in relationship with Kenny, like, it's, there's no contest there, Dean's not yeah. the winner, so, it was Kenny's time, and I think Kenny knew it, and I actually think that, of course, there's no genuine right reasons, like, if anyone goes on the show solely thinking that they'll file, fall in love, like, there's something wrong with them, but, um, I think that Kenny really was there for genuine right reasons, and I think that once he knew that it wasn't going to work out, he was fine with going home. Yeah. yeah, kind of, I think he knew he was ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you there? Emma, Emma, come back. Come back, Emma. 
at that point compared to hers. So most of that got cut out because your connection dropped. Okay. <laughs> but just like, Dang it. Okay. You, like, what was like your thought, thought about Kenny going home? Oh, I just like, I really respected that he knew like it was his time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me think back to like Amanda on Ben's season. And I just wish that she had had like that same self-awareness. Yeah. Before going and doing hometowns and having Ben meet her girls mm-hmm. and going through that whole song and dance, because, like, she could have spared herself and, I mean, I don't know how much, like, trauma her girls went through for they it, because they were young. so young. But um, I just think, I don't know, especially compared to, like, JoJo and Lauren and the relationships that he had with each of them at that point, if she had had a little bit more self-awareness, mm-hmm. I think it would have been... I mean, not a good TV, for sure. Alright, so, Kenny gets sent home, and it really, yeah, so it just, it was time. Totally. And I totally agree about the Amanda stuff, like, I wish it had more self-awareness. Um, but luckily, okay. Kenny did have that self-awareness, okay. and okay. it was good. It was okay. good, and it was time for him to go home. But, yeah, so in that cocktail party... It was like a feel good moment, too. Yeah, and it was, and then he, like, FaceTimes his daughter. It was, after all, like, the BS that Kenny had to put up with, it was, it was a nice send off for him. It was respectful. Of him. I agree. But yeah, so then Peter gets the rose, and I can't even rem- remember their conversation, but I'm sure it was a good one because. Yeah, it always yeah. is. And there was a second where Brian, like, they showed his reaction to Peter getting the rose, and it was clear that Brian knows that he's competing with Peter, and Peter knows yep. he's competing with Brian. Because Peter looked, like, directly at Brian, too. Right. I want to see that behind the scenes. Yeah, so it's very clear that this is a race Peter and Brian. But yeah, so then we have Will's one-on-one date, which there was so much build-up to this date. And their date was so awesome. But then he got sent home, and I'm shocked, but it does make sense, like, with his... Everything he said... In about, comparison, like, the being very physical and yeah, and then him like not showing any physical like affection during the date. Right. Well, and from my perspective, like Will was kind of forgettable for me throughout this whole season so far. Yeah, I, I really liked him, but I never thought that he was gonna be the winner. I right. Top four potential, but not much. It's all, it's all. But, I don't know. I think that he's just a stand-up guy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was shocked about it, but it did make sense to me. And then their one-on-one date ends, and then it's the rose ceremony. Holy moly, we got a rose ceremony at the end of the episode. Jump for joy. I can hardly believe it. And... Our patience has been rewarded. Yes, thank you, Chris Harrison. Thank you, Bachelor Gods. Not only did you give us two episodes this week, even though four hours of The Bachelor, even for a diehard fan like me, but like it seems like so. It's like I don't even have time to watch four hours of this show. Yeah. Did you tweet that? Were you the one tweeted that? Um, I didn't, but I probably thought it. Okay. Well, I mean, I definitely thought it because I was like. Well, I saw a tweet that was like. Two episodes of The Bachelor this week. I don't have time for this. And then it was like, asterisk, me promptly sitting in front of my TV, 8 p.m. Tuesday night. (laughs) 
And that was pretty much how I felt. I was like, oh, I don't even know if I can commit to this. But there I was, and I did it somehow. Alex was like so, my husband Alex, not Alex from The Bachelor, even though Alex from The Bachelor was probably grumpy when he was watching this last night too, Oh. but Alex was like so grumpy because like I told him that we'd go on like a family walk, because yeah. we live in Vegas, and much like Arizona, I'm sure like it gets like a little bit cooler at nighttime, so you could like go outside. Um, yeah. Alex was like so bummed, he's like, I thought we were going to go on a family walk, and I'm like, I thought that I'd just be able to pick up on this on Hulu tomorrow, but... Not tonight, buddy. Not tonight. <laughs> my, um, this is a job responsibility for my very important podcast. Right. Time sensitive. My listeners need me to do this. Um, we do. Yes, thank you. I, I appreciate all, like, 170 of you. Okay, that's a lot. For a new podcast, you're this doing good. I don't, I don't, mm, I'm working on it. I mean, for a podcast, think about the amount of time it takes to, like, dedicate to listen to a podcast. That doesn't mean that they listen to the whole thing, though. But at least they started. That's better than nothing. Anyway. um, (laughs) Let's talk more about your success. (laughs) Or lack thereof. Um, I'm not bitter that, like, I have less people that listen to this in the Bachelor recap snaps. I'm not bitter. Um, um, anyway, so I was shocked that Alex went home. I'm shocked that he went home over Adam. I'm shocked that he went over Matt. But my only theory is that maybe Rachel had more respect for Alex than those other guys. Where she just didn't want to I hope so. Because she, like, actually cared for him. Here's, here's my thoughts. He, okay, like we said this before, I'm married and I have three children, but I love me some Alex. I think he's handsome and manly and rugged, but then he smiles and he's like this cute, like little, I don't know. I just, there's something about him that I love and he doesn't like take himself too seriously. He's not trying to like, prove himself to anyone I just love him I think he's so great mm-hmm. and then there's like Matt and Adam and I don't have anything against them but like I couldn't pick them out of the lineup Yeah. like they have no they're, they haven't had any like memorable interactions with Rachel for sure it just yeah my only theory is that she really respected Alex and then chose to not keep him around for his own sake. Set him free. Yeah. What a giver. But yeah, so that was the end of the two-episode marathon. We don't get a new episode next week because of the 4th of July. Um, Stupid America. Why? I would much rather be under Britain's rule still. And get get a second. Yeah, and get an episode. I would be willing to trade it. Just... If only they didn't declare their independence on July 4th that many years ago. Um, Thanks a lot, George Washington. If only they had, like, some, like, foresight. Like, yes, I have seen Hamilton. Or, I haven't seen Hamilton. Oh, my goodness. I was going to say, Mary. (laughs) I'm, like, so bougie. I have a really successful podcast. And (laughs) I saw Hamilton original Broadway cast. Um, No, I have listened to Hamilton hundreds of times. I have watched Hamilton bootleg online, <laughs> but anyway. Wait, where did you find that? No, you'll have to tell me after. I'll send you the link. Um, okay. 
it's should we like perform a song together right now do you think as long as um you let me be angelica okay wait i can't commit to that you have the vocal range to pull off eliza you do that's really nice of you do you want me to start i mean it um we'll do that as like a special (laughs) bonus episode okay we can do non-stop yeah I could even do that one by myself. I can perform every part. Oh, I think I could, too. <laughs> I could do, like, the whole part where, like, Eliza's, like, begging him to stay. Right. And she gets, like, all, like, pitchy. Anyway, shocked about Alex. Shocked <laughs> we had to watch the show for four hours this week. Shocked. Just... Wait, Alex the Russian or Alex Ander Hamilton? And I thought you were going to throw in, like, Alex my husband, too. Oh, all, Alex all three of them are shocking to me. <laughs> Alex from JoJo season. Alex from the JoJo Marine. season. Alex aren't. Alex, <laughs> Xander Hamilton. Alex from Russia and the season of The Bachelorette. You know, I'm Alex Mack. Yes. And just, I think we covered all the Alexes. Yes, all of them. But yeah, so good two episodes. This season has been consistently entertaining. I agree. I just gotta say, Nick's season, if it wasn't for Corinne, would have been a snooze fest, and every time she wasn't on there, basically, I was tired. This is just a good season. I wish that we didn't have to deal with the racial stuff. Racial, meaning colors of skin and aggressions thereof. Um, but Rachel, I'll deal with her stuff all the time. Um, I'm happily. Happily deal with it. So, at this point in time, who is your top four? My top four would be Brian, Peter, Dean. I want to keep Alex, but I know he's not going to be in the top four. Uh, I guess Eric. Yeah, because really, who else would it be? Who else is there? Who else is still there? Adam, Matt, Dean, Eric, Brian, Peter. Is that everybody that's left? There's got to be someone else. Why can't I think? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to mimic your top 4. Okay. Peter, Brian, Dean, Eric. Yeah. I I say the same exact in that order. It will be Dean and Peter top 2. Yep. Uh, um I mean or wait. Brian. Dean and Peter or Peter and Brian? Peter and Brian. Dean okay, will make okay. a fancy suite, and he'll be respectful, and he'll leave. I, <laughs> like, I hope that this isn't a spoiler, because it's very obvious that Dean isn't going to win, you know? But right. I know He's too that, young. I know that Dean is in paradise, and I wish that they had kept him so he could be the bachelor, but I mean, Nick was in paradise, and they made him the bachelor, so yeah. it still happened. But I did hear that Christina and Dean, like, hit it off during, like, that break between paradise. Uh-huh. Um, filming, and, like, they went to Chicago together. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, one thing to say about Dean. Christina. I think... Kate, did you ever play with Brad Stalls? I did. Okay, I, I feel like I was too old, but I still played with them. <laughs> Dean, to me, looks like one of the Bratz boys. Did you ever have any of the Bratz boys? I'm Googling it. Okay. I, I feel like he I feel like, like he looks like a brat boy. That are yes, he like does. The memes. And I think that Dean probably cut off his man bun before filming the show. Okay, yes, he does. He has that square jaw. 
Yes, that's what it is. There's one specifically, the one that I had, and I can't remember what his name was, but he looks like the black boy that I have. I think I might have found him, and I'll send you a picture of him on Twitter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Emma, thank you so much. Thank you so much much for having me. Before we leave, where can people find you on Twitter, and do you want them to find your Instagram? I definitely want them to find your Well, okay, so. Account. Okay, yeah, so on Twitter, I am at Emma Darner, D-A-R-N-E-R, and then on Instagram, I'm at Emma Living with an underscore at the end, and that's my, like, not just pictures of my kids. I would, if I were just listening objectively and I, like, didn't, like, if I, like, wasn't already your online friend, I would recommend following Emma on every single platform. But, yeah, that is all we have today for the I Just Want to Chat podcast. Again, thank you so much, Emma, for coming on. Um, if you would like to talk about today's episode or if you have any questions, um, you can send me a tweet at, at @maryperson, or you can send me a DM at, at MaryPearsonArt on Instagram. I'm always down to talk on there. And, yeah, next week we will have a special bonus episode with a guest that I cannot announce yet because... I haven't nailed it down really yet, but I think that we have really cool, someone really cool coming on um, to talk about something really cool because we have a gap week from The Bachelor. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Emma, and thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.